What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 174 and in this one we're going to talk about the on the face of it positive but overall flat-ish kind of day uh that nifty saw today and some general market related stuff and i'll also share my uh experience trading the day how i performed and how i exactly traded some of my lessons as well so make sure that you're listening to this episode as well at a speed you're comfortable at i personally prefer 2x because it keeps things nice and fast paced but uh to make sure that you're just comfortable with with whichever speed you're listening it, uh, to it to because i tend to speak a little bit slower and it can get uh, kind of long and kind of uh, you know almost drowsy for a lot of people so make sure that that's not happening with you and let's get started all right so market snapshot now uh, i had recorded the previous parts a bit before i'm recording this now because in between the gap i thought i'd just record a little bit about the franklin crisis or you know crisis is a slightly big word for what happened just the franklin problem that happened with six of their funds and what rbi has proposed and that's a 50000 crore lifeline for mutual funds is the headline that's going on and that's being thrown around across it's basically uh, like a saving grace of sorts which will hopefully prevent these things from happening further and uh, There's also one little thing that I want to address. Now, I was just looking at uh the stats of these episodes and I realized there's just like 25% of the people who are listening to it total uh stay on till the end. Uh it really doesn't matter if you're on till the absolute end like literally listen to uh the final music but then just make sure that you're listening to the lesson as well because that's that's possibly the most uh uh you know actionable piece of advice that is there and that's the most actionable piece of experience that I can offer the other is just basically summarizing what happened during the market because it's it's you know something that you can understand just by looking at a few websites but then the last part is really uh what the, the main crux of this entire thing so uh if you are listening to this if you if you find it too long then you could always skip segments that's completely fine but make sure that you're listening to at least the final part of it because it's kind of important in my opinion so with, with that mini rant uh done with let's just move ahead with the market snapshot now nifty had a positive day today it sounds more positive than it was 1.4% up and the thing is actually it actually opened right around 1 or 2% up which is why um you know this 1.4% up is effectively just 0.2 to 0.4% up you know in practice so uh that's what we saw you know with nifty uh market snapshot exchange wide snapshot basically looks kind of bearish because we're seeing net sellers once again and uh, that's not really a particularly good sign the ad ratio is still pretty decent but nothing uh, really worth worth you know uh talking because it's all standard stuff broad market indices look all right we are seeing small caps not really performing the best uh but it's it's all right nothing nothing too major uh no major flaws if you ask me 
The markets have almost recovered around 50% if we look at a few other indices from their um, you know, high to their low. So that's a good thing, 50% recovery. I think based on certain uh, you know, analysis of the 2008 bear market, people said that there are at least three or so, uh, you know, 50% or so recoveries to the high. So uh, this is possibly just a cyclical thing which we could expect. And uh, it's not possibly not going to be a lasting uh, bullish trend, which is something that it's important to understand because a lot of people might uh, feel that this is a very, uh, you know, permanent rally. That's possibly not the case. So just uh, be, be alert. Sectoral indices look mixed once again. Uh, BFSI, banking and financial services. Insurance, of course, is not uh, something here, but banking and financial services looking reasonably strong, not weak at all. IT is also quite strong. And so is Bank Nifty as a whole. 2.5% up is not a joke. Fixed income indices look all right. Nothing really, uh, nothing really major happening there. Now, uh, today was today were the results for uh, where is that list? Adani Power, Ambuja Cement, and Indusin Bank. Indusin Bank massive impact on the stock market prices. You could tell right away. Axis Bank has their results tomorrow. HUL has their results on the 30th. So. Uh, important stocks, all of those will have an impact on uh, the stock prices and the index prices, possibly. So do keep your, uh, you know, eyes open for that one. And uh, we're looking at 52-week highs and lows. This time, quite a few 52-week lows. Some uh, slightly well-known stocks here. We're seeing Godrej Industries here. We are seeing PVR here, and uh, we are seeing Rajesh Exports here. We're seeing Bajaj Finance here. And ABFRL is also here. So a few well-known stocks making their lows uh, today. Not really a good sign, but that's that's kind of common at this point. Uh, no bulk deals, no block deals. Uh, one new stock, uh, one new short has been initiated. OG1 Financial Services. So I'm assuming this is OG1 Small Finance Bank or whatever the name is. Uh, but there's a new short on that initiated. So if you're trading that, then keep that in mind and you know it might just help you uh looking at usd inr it's at 76.24 right now it's in the middle of uh, a trend it's it's like a gap down open positive recovery and then a very sharp turn back kind of similar to how nifty performed today actually you know now that i look at the chart here i can see some very distinct uh similarities between nifty's intraday chart and usd inr's intraday charts that's a very interesting thing you could possibly explore and we could see in taking support from its levels on 15th april and so on and resistance was given right approximately around 13th april's price levels so as i've said these uh you know fx typically takes a lot of influence and takes a lot of uh weightage gives a lot of weightage to the previous CIPs and such. So it's very interesting to see that happening in action. And uh, that's that's the USD INR chart. Oil price and WTI is down quite a lot. It's down 21.31%. It's at $13.33 per barrel. Uh, down $3.61 basically. The percentages sound a lot higher than the absolute number this time. Uh, but it has gone down. I believe Italy has several ships you know just off their coast because there's no one to buy that oil so that's sad thing uh but then that this this sort of 
you know fluctuation is going to happen if anyone thought that it's just going to go up constantly uh, that's unfortunately uh, not how commodities work they are quite wild that way uh, but brent crude is down 5.6% just around 20 dollars per barrel to its stat 20.24 specifically i think india uh, buys brent so the the negative crude prices aren't really applicable to us i think india buys at the brent rate I might be wrong though. This is just something I came across on the interwebs. So that's something to consider. And uh, global markets look all positive right now. SGX Nifty is 53.5 points up. NASDAQ is also up, but NASDAQ hasn't opened yet. This is the 24th April price of NASDAQ. So let's see how NASDAQ opens. Possibly positive because European markets are all in the green. So are the Asian markets. So it's an all green day right now. Or for the markets, which is a good sign. Uh, coming to some important news, I can't really find a lot of it except for the RBI thing, which happened during the market, so the market has already accounted for it. One piece of news which is important is that um, the, the, the lockdown is probably going to be extended more than May 3rd, and uh, that is only for hotspots and basically, uh, you know, locations which really have a lot of uh, cases. So, uh, if you are listening to this episode from, you know, a T1 city, it's probably applicable for you as well. Uh, so, we're going to be at home for a bit longer, which is for the good in my opinion. The Prime Minister has also mentioned that we need to focus on the economy and stuff. But I'm just assuming that he also understands the extent uh, of the seriousness of this kind of a problem. So, that's that's a good thing. And that's all the piece of news that I can find. Uh, news, of course, is very... You know, common thing. You can literally just Google it and you'll find it. Uh, but those are all the news items that I can find. Noteworthy news items anyway. Let's move to the indices now. Alright, looking at Nifty's intraday chart here, we can see very clearly uh, the resemblance that I was talking about to the USD INR chart. I hope you have your charts in front of you because it's going to make things so much easier. Uh, it's not even funny. Now, it has taken resistance at, uh, well, right around its swing high. The swing high for uh, the period is 9390. The high for today was 9377, so just 13 points off. And we can see some tremendous resistance happening. Very sharp fall. Very close to, uh, you know, the open for the day. The open was right around the R1 level at 9253 or so. And it's closed at 9282, so just around 50 to 30 to 50 points, basically, which is uh, which is kind of steep. I feel it's it's very close, and uh, that's that's an interesting thing. It did not really give a lot of weightage to the previous CIPs and such, where it could take support, and it really gave more weightage to the resistances today rather than the CIPs, uh, rather than the supports. My bad. So it's it's a very interesting movement today. Bearish bias very clearly evident. Uh, it was also very evident on stocks like HDFC, which which was just extremely negative. ICICI Bank too. Uh, looking at the daily chart now, we can see uh, more clearly the the zero percent resistance, basically the swing high resistance that it had. And uh, I'm just trying to get the volumes if I can. It's going to be. Uh, a much easier thing to just see. We, oh, interestingly, the volumes are not that high. We can see fairly low-ish volumes since the past uh, past 10 days or so. Not not really an ideal sign, uh, but it's it's what it is. 
and looking at the stock volumes now i was looking at the stock volumes because it also helps to see those uh it, it sort of gives us an idea of where things might be headed for the stocks which ultimately end up dictating the index price at times stock volumes are mixed but they are also not that high so it's something to see especially for stocks like hdfc and icici bank uh, which are kind of important for me because i trade them and for the index because they are high weightage we can see seller pre selling uh, volumes slightly going down for hdfc but in the past that has not always meant uh, a support is found because there are times when it just bounces up or there are times where it just goes down even further so that's an interesting thing HDFC Bank, though, since we are on that subject, it is at its uh, tick average. It's also at a gap support, so it's kind of well-placed. Not quite sure why this happened. It's because of a 13 moving average resistance, which is very clear, but then not exactly sure why that resistance was given so much of importance today. Um, so that's those are the indices. Nifty Bank, I'm not trading these days, so it's very hard to give you an exact analysis for that, but it looks quite flat. In fact, it looks flatter during the day than Nifty, except for the initial few spurts in prices that we saw. And overall, it just looks a bit more negative uh, because, you know, it's, it's just not really moving that much. Uh, like the initial few spurt, that was sure that was positive, but then that was kind of a restricted positive move and then we saw a few retracements here and there so moving within that range albeit a higher range so it's kind of it's kind of weird to really put put the movement here into words in my opinion it, it's taking support but then it's really not uh, sustaining higher levels as well and on the daily chart it looks better placed than nifty if i do say so myself and that's it for the index analysis let's move to my trades uh, the only trade that I took for the day was HDFC. I, weigh, I was long HDFC and the trade basis for that was it was taking good support right around the R1, right around the open for the day. So I held on to it and uh, it was it was giving me an okay-ish return but really not that much. Uh, and because I, 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 was, I, was, I was kind of greedy today in the sense that I did not just take my profits and leave which is really what ended up biting me in the rear. And it's kind of, I just, just went against my own uh, learning, which is not a good thing to do. And I paid the price for it because I ended the day in the red. So I was getting a decent profit and I ended the day with the same amount except minus instead of plus. So it's not really a good thing. And it was approximately a 10 or so, 10, 11% uh, negative ROI. And when I say ROI, I mean on the capital that I put into this position. So... Uh, that is that is what I saw for HDFC back. I'll probably not trade HDFC because today during the day the kind of wild moves that HDFC had was just it was too much for me to handle honestly. It reminded me of Nifty. So uh, you know the, the the very the very reason why I don't trade Nifty is because it's so wild and I don't really want to replace Nifty with an even uh, wilder stock. So I am probably not going to do a lot of HDFC these days. Uh, and yeah, overall, I, I should probably exited the second it breached the moving average or the second it breached its uh, support. And, you know, that would have been ideal in my opinion. So, yeah, that's that's my only trade for the day. And the lesson is that be greedy. 
I, I, it's, it's kind of frustrating to say this again and again, but it is the only thing that could have uh, saved me very easily. Even if there are supports, there's a very good chance that it might breach that support and it might just leave you high and dry in the middle of the road. So, uh, only trade for the day. That's it for this episode as well. And if you're curious once again about the Franklin Templeton case, listen to the previous episode, literally the one before this. It's Basics with KR episode 12, Mutual Fund Liquidity and Franklin Templeton Issue or something is the title of it. Make sure you listen to it if if you are curious about it. And that's it for this one. Hope you found this helpful and informative. Happy trading tomorrow. See you in the next. Music